0: Talking travels and other stuff. The Sarah, darling, we can't get enough. Contacts and connections you can't resist. From your faith, fashion
1: and travel journalist. When she's not on a pod or a plane, you'll find her here. a First Class, darling, Podcast of the Year. I'm going
0: to press record. Um, And so Nikki McNeil, um, PR director and owner of Global Publicity. Um, How's it been for you in lockdown?
1: Well, firstly, thanks for having me, Sarah. Lovely to see you. I've missed you you in Brighton a lot, so looking forward to you coming back soon. Um, I guess probably like most people, um, you know, just trying to make sense of it all, uh, trying to figure out, how my work can still continue um, with the changing situation with all your clients. Obviously, you feel a bit lonely, you know, you miss doing a lot of things. So I guess mm-hmm. it's a bit of a mixture, really. And I guess it, you, everyone has their ups and downs and it changes from time to time. Mm. So have you taken any um, kind of time out and done anything completely
0: different from your normal life?
1: Um, I don't think I have much actually. Um, I mean, I've I've been a bit like you. I've been um, learning about podcasting because that really interested me because when I was uh, younger, I did a student radio show. Uh, So that was my dream. When I was younger, I wanted to be on the radio. Uh, you know, like you, I love a good chat, you know, so I wanted to do that. And then I ended up working behind the scenes instead because I didn't really want to be in the limelight or anything. So I ended up kind of doing promotional jobs. So uh, so like you, I've been having a look into that. So, so maybe I'll be brave like you and be launching one soon. You never know. <laughs> oh, I should think you I,
0: I would highly recommend it. <laughs> oh, no, it's been lots of fun so far. Loads and loads of really cool guests. And um, hopefully got a few more after yourself lined up. And the Thank reason I thought, no worries, no worries. And the reason I kind of thought that you might be of interest is um, that obviously your clients are global festivals and they haven't happened this summer. Um, are there any good that are gonna happen or is there anything that you can talk about, have you been given any insider info on, on what's coming up?
1: Uh, well as you know from going travelling abroad a lot of it's down to the travel situation and where we can and can't travel to um, as well as the different implications in e- and rules and regulations in each country associated with events you know and every country seems to be different Um, so you know you tend to we tend to work twice as hard you know at the moment because you're constantly looking at different scenarios that the events may or may not be able to take place in and then the next week there's another government announcement and it all changes Um, you know some some countries might be up to 50 with social distancing some countries have had uh, events up to 300 Um, You know, some are doing these big drive-ins, but obviously most of my events are festivals and that's obviously something that's much harder to socially distance and there doesn't seem to be many um, kind of government guidelines for those kind of larger events as yet. You know, I've been working with Exit Festival in Serbia, as you know, Um, their festival was postponed because their uh, prime minister asked if they could postpone it and not cancel it. So they were going to take place in August. So they've been looking at lots of different scenarios, working really hard to plan that and how that could or couldn't work. Uh, But recently there's been a spike in cases in Serbia. So now they've had to change it all again. So it's so stressful for them just thinking they found a solution and it may be able to happen, giving people a little glimmer of hope that there might be a way forward in this situation of positivity and then you know you take a few steps forward and then tend back so they're now um, having to reevaluate how they could do things and how they could make it work safely so quite stressful unfortunately so then you're in the background trying to help them and work with them uh, and obviously people are you know lots of interviews coming in because there are people asking questions how it can happen so it's been quite hard and stressful work really so <laughs>
0: Well, I, bet. I bet you know because even though things might not necessarily have happened you have still been organizing online events and liaising with artists and and kind of promoting it you because you don't want to lose people's interest in the event I guess that's just you know the, the stuff that goes on behind the scenes must be incredible and, even yes. and therefore planning for next year
1: Of course, yeah, very stressful, you know, lots of these festivals and events are independent companies, you know, they're not big kind of corporations, so, you know, their livelihoods are on the lifeline as well. Lots of them are run as non-for-profits, so they do a lot of charity work, have a lot of social campaigns, so then that's also affected as well, Mm -hmm. you know, and, you know, think about all the people that a festival employs, you know. Yeah uh you know um i suppose tour managers stage designers sound people you know people like myself you know all the volunteers so there's a huge ecosystem of people that these big festivals support as well so you know and then that has a knock-on effect there so you know it's quite sad but we're trying to be positive and find a way forward but it doesn't look like many of my events will happen this year uh, which is sad you know i supposed to be in iceland in june the Secret Solstice Festival, so I wasn't able to go there, which is sad. Uh, Exit Festival would have been taking place this weekend in July, so that's uh, now out. You know, Mm -hmm. may or may not be something happening in August. And then, of course, you've got the Amsterdam Dance, which is a big one in October that lots of people are looking to what may or may not happen there. But that's more of a conference as well, so that has more of an opportunity to be some kind of online content Mm. Where they can do some kind of online-offline hybrid version, I don't know. So again, lots of research into finding the the best way to do things. But yeah, nothing set in stone yet.
0: Wow. So have you? Do you know where your next kind of um, international trip will be, or are you not allowed to say? Or how do you no,
1: I, I really don't know, you know, I was thinking I was going to be going to Serbia because there's air bridges between the UK and Serbia with no quarantine. So then you're like, right, OK, I can go there. But now with these new developments, things are, are changing constantly. And I I don't know what the outcome of those decisions will be from the different governments and obviously the travel organisations. So, you know, like I say, it isn't just the events and what's allowed at an event in different countries. It's what's the travel situation? Can I get there? Can I get back? So, you know, it's a a lot to think about.
0: Yeah, because you don't want to get stranded somewhere or (laughs) or, you know, catch anything or wow, it's crazy. It's really just kind of playing it by ear. We all are, aren't we? yeah I
1: mean obviously everyone's got their businesses to worry about but everyone's health and safety is paramount so Mm -hmm. you know it's a hard juggling act between trying to maintain people's businesses but also look at you know the health and safety of um you know fans people who work there you know people artists that come to the festivals or events so yeah yeah a lot to think about and learn you know
0: (laughs) yes yeah because I guess a lot of well, festivals have got a reputation of being kind of, you know, a little bit mucky because they're in tent or they're and it's just kind of germs and you need to have the hygiene and all of that. But not when, I, <laughs> not when I've been to your festivals obviously.
1: Which <laughs> <laughs> is because in any kind of, you know, events that's like a nightclub with music you know they're not meant for socially distancing they're they're events where you want to socially interact and also you vibe off the energy of the people around you that's the whole part of it you know so that's that's uh, i'm really missing that
0: you know that's
1: uh, missing live music for sure and people
0: (laughs) people absolutely Well, I don't know if anybody knew that um, Nikki and I founded the Press Trip Club, which is a group on Facebook, a private group, so um, you'll have to get past us two bouncers if you want to get in. (laughs) um, That's been going quite well, hasn't it? That was your bright idea.
1: Uh, Yeah, well, basically, I was inspired by a colleague who set up a a group called the Celebrity Interview Club, and it was really... Yeah, and it was really lovely to see how PRs and journalists could interact and help each other. So I think that was mainly set up for freelancers. Mm-hmm. So because, you know, I obviously work, you know, doing press trips, which obviously I'm missing a lot at the moment. Um, you know, I thought, yeah, I know. I, I miss being tour mother and having my little <laughs> to look after and take around and uh, enjoy themselves. Um, so, yeah, the idea was to see how it could work for press trips because I was like well it's worked in this instance surely it can work in this way as well and we can work together and it's kind of grown quite well Mm -hmm. Um, you know and it's great to have a place where you can sound out ideas let people know that you've got a a, you know a a space in a trip particularly last minute ones isn't it Mm -hmm. you know because we all get people dropping out and then you're like oh my god I need someone at the last minute so it's been really helpful for that too and obviously the journalists can put up that they're writing a feature on something is there a trip in this particular country so so yeah so hopefully it will continue to grow obviously it's been harder during these times though because we haven't got any trips I
0: know I know I've been posting obviously I know a lot of freelance journals, and that's my kind of contribution to the group as well as the PRs and um, I've been kind of trying to post um Thoughtful information that we can all and, and hopeful, you know, or the news when there's any news. I don't know if everybody's read it, so I'm kind of just sharing. And people have been generally positive actually. And there's some a few fresh trips trickling through now because I think people are kind of starting to travel again and um, things are opening up uh, closer to home. I mean, I've still been writing about travel throughout lockdown because I write about anything, it doesn't have to be kind of a trip. Um, and my last piece was about caravanning in the UK. <laughs> nice (laughs) yeah so you know even though i haven't um i haven't experienced it recently i still managed to write about that so that was fun yeah
1: oh that's (laughs) good yeah it's just good that you can use the community for that though so it's it's probably brought everyone a bit closer together sharing you know issues they've had in during the situation and like you say sharing news and ideas or you know because i remember there was one piece in there someone put well or would you even go on a press trip you know and some of the journalists were still scared about going others were more pro it so it was interesting to see Mm -hmm. the differences opinion there you know so Mm -hmm. some people are still a bit scared about it and need to you would like to wait a bit longer before they go anywhere which is of course is fair
0: enough yeah Yeah, absolutely. You know, nobody can tell you how you should think or whatever. So, no, it has been nice. It's been nice communication. But you also do another group um, on Facebook because you're such a guru. And and that's to promote your um, kind of music side. I love it. It's called She Said.
1: Oh, She Said said So. so. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Do you want to introduce that again and then you can edit it? So, it's called She Said So. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, basically, it's um, part of a wider global group uh, started by a, a lady called Andrea, uh, and it's basically to support women in the music industry. Um, so I've been getting involved in that as it's been growing. Um, And we decided to launch one in Brighton, you know, because we thought it's a good creative community in Brighton. Uh, So I'm working on that with uh, Sheena Parker, who lives kind of close to me and a few others in the group. Um, So that's really nice way. So unfortunately, we just launched kind of the Christmas just before this all happened. Uh, um, So that was our first event. And our second event was uh, planned in April. And obviously we couldn't have that event you know physically mm. so that's been harder to kind of keep the group together just as you're growing it so the momentum yeah. been harder so what we've been doing is um she said to have been doing a lot of um Kind of instagram live interviews and things so we kind of followed suit there so we basically asked the group you know what kind of people they want us to interview and then we asked them to ask questions they wanted to ask so to try and engage them that way Mm -hmm. Um, and then we've been doing kind of one a month online so we did um Lucy Noble from the Royal Albert Hall recently uh, and then we spoke to Hester Lucas from SoundCloud and then we've got a few more plans. So uh, it's just finding ways to keep engaged with everybody and help everybody and support everybody during this time. But it is much harder online than, be, than meeting up, you know, together when you can meet face to face.
0: Absolutely. I mean, how popular are Zooms? I, I can't <laughs> even believe how many. I have to kind of look at my diary and then I'm doing, doing workshops or Zoom um, chat, or Zoom, you know, kind of just lessons. It's actually, yeah. I've actually done a creative writing workshop for six weeks via Zoom. I'm, waiting, I'm doing something with yeah. the Open University, and it's, it's great. It's like, what would you do without
1: internet? <laughs> <laughs> I know, really. it's brilliant. Although, sometimes you get a bit Zoom anxiety, don't you? Because when you're doing particularly the conference ones, you know, where you're doing like an industry chat, when you're on a panel on stage, people aren't looking so closely right up to your face. But obviously, when you're on a Zoom thing, your face is really close up. So say, you, for example, you don't agree with what someone said, you might be rolling your eyes. Yeah. Everyone to <laughs> really see that. So, so I kind of like tried to perfect, perfect my Zoom face, you know, uh-huh. to kind of be interested and smiley the whole time. But yeah. then your face aches because you have to do it for an hour. Wow. And just, so I, I just get like really stressed. Stressed out. <laughs> you might have just coined something
0: that you there, you know there, Nick. Zoom face. Zoom face.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh god, it is. it's stressful. <clears throat> you know, and and then because now Zoom's really popular, people want to do video calls all the time instead of a phone call. Mm-hmm. So like you might have just got out of the shower and not got dressed yet, and someone's then wanting to FaceTime you or something. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, a call used to be fine. Yeah. why, why do you to see me all
0: the time now? <laughs> I know, my niece, my niece is absolutely adamant on it and it's just like, well, I, I have got stuff to do. I'm just gonna leave the phone there while I'm, yeah, you know, crazy. But I do, I manage to do, um, I do a Pilates and a yoga online and I don't turn the camera on. I don't think they need to see me, I just need to see <laughs> them. And, uh, yeah,
1: you know. It's yeah. each, it's, yeah, you just gotta get to it. Sometimes you're in the mood for it and sometimes you're not, right? <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, thank you for being in the mood today. <laughs> and it's have fun at the moment.
1: Uh, Yeah, I mean, well, obviously the weather's turned in the last week. So obviously us Brits love to talk about the weather and Mm. moan about it. So we'll do a bit of that now. Has it opened up
0: though? Has it opened up? Are people mooching around that mask?
1: Uh, I mean, they weren't last week because the weather turned a bit, but it started to get a bit sunnier now. Obviously there were lots of really bad news reports of too many people on the beach, as there also were in Bournemouth. But I think, you know, because the transmission seems to be less outside, I think we seem to have kind of um, done okay. I mean, there aren't so many cases or deaths in Brighton. Obviously, there are some, so it's still sad, but not as many in other parts of the country. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I, I think we're doing all right. You know, I mean, I like to go on my bike rides out the way. Sometimes the, on the, the seafront can get a bit too busy, but, you know, I just kind of get on my bike or walk right by the sea on the pebbles because not everyone wants to walk on the pebbles, do they? Because it's yeah. too much hard work. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, but uh, but it is nice, you know, when you're stressed with things to be able to go and have a little walk, you know, by the sea, yes. listen to the sea, mm-hmm. smell the fresh air a bit, you know. So you know, hear the seagulls. <laughs> they're still about.
0: <laughs> they're probably they're probably either really skinny because they're not getting fed, or there's yeah. loads more of them because they're not getting scared away.
1: Yeah, well, they're probably like, "Where's my chips?" Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh
0: wow, goodness. Um, and one last thing before you go. Are you and um, what kind of advice would you advise anybody at the moment to kind of send you CVs or how would they get into being a kind of global music promoter like yourself, PR?
1: Oh god, now there's a question. Um <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, when I started, I did a lot of internships. So I did do the working for free to kind of get some experience. So, you know, from what everyone says about having mentors these days, you know, and I think she said, so do a really good mentor program. You know, I think it's just, I think you've just got to try and get stuck in, you know, like, like we all did, you know, try Mm. and get some work experience, you know, try and get to know people, uh, Mm. you know, maybe you could try one of these mentor programs, you know. um, Yeah, I think it's, you've just got to be brave and ask. Yeah, you know ask people can I help do you need anyone or could I do a bit for free you know I know it's not good having to work for free all the time but I think we've all done a bit of that to kind of get some experience make some connections yeah Uh, yeah so you've got it's easy to learn on the job you know so I I guess I would ask uh, just ask just um you know be brave that that's Mm -hmm. one thing you know Mm -hmm. have some confidence and be brave all they can say is no yeah and um, what's that gonna do will hurt you okay your, your ego might be hurt for a little bit but then you try the next person and someone might say well i haven't got a job going but you can come and learn from me from a bit or mm-hmm. you know or the other way i suppose is being a volunteer at a festival some a lot of people have gone okay. in that way because then you get to meet a lot of people you might be doing artist liaison yeah just to kind of get different views of the industry because then you get to learn about the bits you like, the bits you don't like, the bits you're good at, and then you find your little niche where you feel you could fit in, I guess. Mm-hmm.
0: But like you said, though, it's not just jetting off all the time. It's not all glamour, glamour, glamour. There's <laughs> a lot of uh, behind the scenes, you know. It's not just like booking um, hotel rooms for international artists. There's a lot of slog as well.
1: Yeah, well, most it's of nice. my time I'm sat with probably about 50 Google Doc tabs open on my laptop with loads of emails and whatsapps on the go all the time getting very confused about what's going on so yeah probably 90% of my time is that so that's probably <laughs> <adorable>. <laughs> obviously the bit you love is you know is the going to the festival with the people yeah. seeing making people happy taking groups of people out to enjoy themselves that's the kind of thrill and love I get you know mm-hmm. um you know, particularly, you know, some journalists I get it might be their first trip abroad. You know, they're quite young and it's their first trip and you, you've taken them on that and given yeah, them that experience that, and that, that can see. feel really good, you know. Yeah. So yeah, I I do miss being with people and looking after people and um being out and about. I mean I'm I'm at I'm meal
0: missing, head
1: <laughs> uh, Yeah, I mean not sure I'm missing airports, I have to say, but you know, I do I do miss being in other places, experiencing new things you know meeting new people as well so mm-hmm. yeah it, it, it's been a bit hard but you know
0: yeah we'll, see.
1: we'll see be yeah i mean I, I look forward to you coming back to brighton anyway and i'm sure we can get our heads together and plan something
0: absolutely yeah we might even have a party <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, that <laughs> would be good well thank you for
0: now i'm gonna um chat to you but um thank you for joining me on talking travels and other stuff and speak to you soon this is bye for me oh thanks
1: for having me sarah lovely to chat to you oh bye thanks for tuning in next time. Don't so worry, she doesn't fight